What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, this is the Raw Review. I'm your host, Corey Smith. I'm in the Diamond Studio. Uh, you know, right there we have uh, a Poison by Belle Biv DeVoe from the, the 90s, because now you know. I think today, you know, is a day all about, uh, you know, I think it reflects a lot about Monday Night Raw last night, uh, more particularly uh, the Lana segment. Oh. Um, so it just, it made me think, I, I like to play a new song every day that just sits well with the crowd. But like I said, I'm Corey Smith. I'm in the Diamond Studio with my co-host, the 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 main roster mate of uh, the Raw Review. Jose Oseguera here in full effect, like Ronnie DeVoe. I think that's who was singing at that point. <clears throat> Is that his name? Ronnie DeVoe or Ricky Bell. I, I forget who did, did the intro to that song. I, I, I have no idea who it was. Former members of New Edition. When okay. New Edition broke up, they became Belle Bib DeVoe. Okay, nice. New Edition, they were, and this is when they grew up, correct? Yeah. Nice. They were kids, kids to teenagers. Well, young men. Kind of, kind of uh, some would say boys to men in a way, but not boys to men. There, you know, funny trivia here. On that, any Heartbreak album, the last song on that album is called Boys to Men, sang by Johnny Gill, the newest edition when Bobby Brown left the band. Oh. You could tell I was obsessed with these guys when I was younger. So that, na- that title for that song was carried on by Michael Bivens, who later produced the actual band Boys to Men and gave him that name, which is named after a track on their album. Oh, see, look at that. I, I, that was some, that was like some intuition I had right there. I was like, huh, <laughs> you know, these, these guys seem like they went from boys to men and look at this. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, thank all, you. it's all connected. Thank you for the early hip hop, early nineties hip hop, uh, info and history lesson. Yeah, uh, no problem. But anyways, we're here to talk about uh, Monday Night Raw. We got a couple things in the news to talk about today. Um, so I'm not I don't want to waste any more time, guys. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe at CWR415 Facebook, Twitter and Instagram to stay up to date with City Wrestling Radio because hey, we're a hip cool happening podcast that all the kids like. We're kind of like the Snapchat of podcast. <laughs> Is that still a thing? Is it? Do people I mean, I don't know. It was hot for a minute. Somebody told me to hit, hit them up on Snapchat, and I was just like, what? Okay, like, I mean, does that mean I get nudes? I don't know. Yeah, right? I know. Uh, I hope so. She's Riri, Rihanna, she, like, put a cancel stamp on Snapchat for some reason. What? I don't know what it was. It's probably monetary. Uh, well, a lot of people are putting cancel stamps on uh, things about monetizations nowadays. Uh, damn you, YouTube. But, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, share, subscribe, at CW4 and 5, and, you know, hey, we have a YouTube channel, too. Yeah, no, I follow um, a comic book, pop culture, uh, pod- podcast slash uh, YouTube vlog, channel. YouTube channel, uh, called Neurotic. There's a plug for you guys. Now you can plug us later on. Oh, I didn't mean that. Um, hey, now. And their main host, Gary, always mentions that YouTube had changes in their monetary system, so remember to like and uh, subscribe and... Because they might, we we might, they might snap us away. Yeah, they saw fucking Endgame and they were like, or, "Great idea!" Or Infinity Wars, the first one, and they were like, "Snap, mm-hmm. that's a good idea. We're gonna do that." Um, don't know exactly how that works, but hey, go check it out while it's uh, while it's uh, there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Hopefully forever. Nervous <laughs> laugh. <laughs> Uh, anyways, guys, also go check out our, our merch store, uh, teespring.com slash whatever the link is, and I'll post it below because I don't remember it off the top of my head. I know that doesn't that doesn't mean I don't care about the store. That just means I made it a while ago and I forgot the link. So yeah. click the link below because Christmas, hey, that's coming up. Kwanzaa. Yeah. Um, God, what's the other one? Um, Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Uh, I'm sure there's more. You can buy yourself 12 shirts. 
the 12 days of Christmas and... Uh, I don't know how many days of Hanukkah. Eight? Nine? Eight or nine. Eight or nine. Something uh, like eight that. Eight days of Hanukkah. Uh, eight, yeah, yeah. Eight Crazy Nights, right? Um, Adam Sandler? Yeah, was it? Or, yeah, it was eight. I it wasn't nine crazy nights. It was no, no, no. Nights. You're right, you're right, you're yeah. right. So eight days in Hanukkah. Great. I love how I can base my actual history knowledge <laughs> off of like pop culture stuff. Yeah, definitely. And you know, the if Hanukkah ever had a song, like a Christmas song, uh, Adam oh, Sandler's Hanukkah song the is Hanukkah the one. Song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Adam Sandler would definitely go buy a t-shirt. You should too. Um, there's also leggings for the person in your life that wants to... If you guys want to... If you're a wrestler and you want a Rep City Wrestling Radio, that's the best way. Go buy the leggings. I don't know how good they are, but... It'll last you at least one match. They look good. I promise. Yeah, and then you could say you're a part of the stable. You're a part of the City Wrestling Radio community. Is it community? We got a creative name. Fan base. The masses. CWRs. The universe. The City Wrestling Radio universe. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's get right into it. Let's get into some news um, because, like I said, a lot of stuff to talk about today. Yep. Um, I don't want to talk about ratings first because ratings are boring. I do want to talk about... Uh, they were bad. Let's just say that. They're uh, bad. Worse than history. Oh, fine, Jose. If you really want to talk about no, it. No, we don't have to. Well, no, now we are it? talking about it. <laughs> so it is what it is now. And, uh, ratings last night for WWE Raw, let's get it out of the way, uh, was up against the biggest... I would say, and baddest, and some would say most exhilarating uh, Monday Night Football game of the year. It was a good game. It was the uh, Seattle Seahawks versus the San Francisco 49ers. I broke my boycott for the boycott for that. Can you believe it? Oh, the NFL? Yeah, I feel really bad about it, too. I'm, I have a guilty conscience. Well, you, it's, it's like watching a 60-minute match. You know, It might not go exactly the way you want, yeah. but there you go. I feel like I saw the Saudi Arabia pay-per-view. That's not a good feeling. Yeah. Uh, but the three hours for Monday Night Raw, we have um, actually one of the lowest uh, rated hours uh, of not just the modern, all of existence, they said. Yeah. Uh, for with the 10 o'clock hour draw or the third hour drawing 1.75 million viewers. Um, also, the first hour, 2.36, and the second hour, 2.06, with an average of the show being 2.06 million. Uh, going against what ended up, like I said, the biggest Monday Night Football game of the year. The show was set on Veterans Day. Yeah, which holiday, the, yeah. Uh, which is not considered the type of holiday that impacts ratings. Right. Um, but this week, with the week number and the combination of the San Francisco 49ers and Seattle Seahawks games, and the fact that Monday Night Raw was taped yeah. four days ago. It's a deadly combination. I'm even surprised they pulled an average of 2.06 million. Um, the only raw episodes in modern history to fall under the number uh, was this past Christmas episode, New Year's Eve. However, the third hour last night was the lowest, uh, the lower of the third in uh, of all three. Um, so it's hard to say whether being taped was a big factor, um, given the drop of seven or 76,000 viewers from the last week, while football was up two million viewers. Wow, pulling up, well, almost 16 million viewers wow. for Monday Night Football. Yeah. Uh, and, Vince, uh, Vince probably just sees that and goes, fuck you. Yeah, and this year Christmas lands on a Tuesday. So Christmas Eve lands on a Tuesday. So Christmas Eve oh, Eve no, no. is the Monday. Well, Christmas Eve, okay, so. Christmas Eve Eve. Uh, so, wait, uh, Christmas, Christmas Eve is on a Tuesday. Oh, oh, Christmas, so Christmas is on a Wednesday? Christmas Day is on a Wednesday. Okay. So Christmas Eve Eve is on a Monday, mm-hmm. and I heard. I will research this for maybe next episode or next week's episode or whatever. But I heard something that they're they were gonna film that week's episode like a couple days before, mm-hmm. but just a solo episode. But they did, they didn't draw numbers at all, so they canceled the show for mm-hmm. Monday Night Raw. Wow! And now they're filming it a week before 
like they did this week so they or like they did this last Christmas. Remember? Yeah. Um, which was bad because like you had, you know, it was in Sacramento last year mm-hmm. and uh, a friend of the show, Cindy G, um, she was there and she was there for the whole pretty much six hours of Monday Night Raw. Yikes. Well, you know, you're going to get the holiday food fight just like you're going to get the Thanksgiving food oh, fight. God damn it. You're right. Just get ready for that. Uh-huh. And you're going to get um, all the women dressed up as elves or Santa's helpers. Yeah, you'll get some sort of like, especially now on Monday Night Raw with um, Paul Heyman being in charge, Mm -hmm. which I do like Monday Night Raw the way it's been going, but there are some things I'm like, uh, Lana will definitely wear a skimpy Santa outfit. Yeah, yeah, for Bobby Lashley. 100% guaranteed. For Bobby Lashley, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If the angle's still going by then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's continue with the news. Uh, Let's continue with WWE news because, hey, I got more. Uh, yesterday, it was uh, reported that, I believe it was yesterday, yeah, yesterday was Monday, uh, it was reported on Sin Cara's uh, Instagram page that he has officially asked for his release from WWE uh, World Wrestling Entertainment. Sin Cara has become the latest WWE wrestler to take to social media to asking for his release. On Monday morning, Sin Cara Jorge Areas uh, tweeted a statement in Spanish that said, after uh, praying Saturday night and thinking about his children, he had to make the most difficult but sensible decision and ask for his release in WWE. In the statement, uh, Areas reflected on his 20-year career before giving a reason why he wants out. Uh, because he lost to Zelina Vega twice. Is That's that, why. He didn't say that. He didn't say that, but I, I'm in his head. <laughs> yeah, I, I, know, I know. I know if I would have lost to Selena Vega twice, I, w- I would be like, I'm out of here. I don't know. I would. I would Triple A, do you have an offer for I, me? I would let Selena pin me. Damn, private. Yeah. Sure, but not um, on TV. Uh, but he did uh, make a statement, and this is a quote from his statement. He goes, I am so grateful for the opportunity they gave me. However, I realize that I am stuck in a place where I am not valued as an athlete or talent. I have worked hard and honestly for many years uh, to polish my trade. I have been loyal and respectful, a team player supportive, and I have waited patiently for the opportunity to show the world everything I can do. Unfortunately, after all these years, that opportunity never came. Uh, or I feel that I will never, uh, or it'll never come while I remain where I am. He then went on to say that his best years are yet to come and thank WWE and the WWE fans for their support. He recently returned to Raw in an angle with Andrade and Zelina Vega, as you just said. Yeah, and he totally got squashed by Drew McIntyre. We'll get there. Yeah, um, no. Well, that was uh, that was filmed on Friday, though. So, you know what, guys? That was probably the catalyst. Yeah, I, I actually have it in my notes. That's the that match that broke the camel's back. That's what that was. Uh, that's when they, uh, some would say, the paradigm shift happened. Oh. Oh, sorry, I got something stuck in my back pocket. Um, yeah, so he pulled, Car- out a, he pulled out a Fonzie comb. I, I do. I, I do have a Fonzie <laughs> comb in my back pocket. Um, so uh, where Sincar will go, he's not officially. He's not released. No, they, they might hang on to him and just freeze his contract. Yeah, but you know what? He, he the mask belongs to them. So let's just let yeah, him go. Yeah, Sin Cara uh Sin Cara is a trademark of the WWE. Yeah. No doubt about it. Jorge Areas, um mm-hmm. you yeah, know, that's 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 his own thing. Yeah, he could put on a different mask. And, and this is fine. the second Sin Cara because the first one was Mystico yep. who came into the WWE and uh-huh. then he he either left or got fired. I can't and remember. I think he got fired because he was injury prone. I think they they fired him while he was injured. You know, he got that FedEx letter, and then they brought this guy in. Yeah. Oh, because he kept botching, remember? <coughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, Jorge Areas, he is also, 
He's a firefighter. Was he a firefighter in the uh, San Antonio or San Antonio in Texas area? They mentioned it a couple years, a couple weeks ago. A couple yeah. weeks ago, I believe he was. He was. A, he's a firefighter yeah. too, which is you know fucking really cool. And his city honored him. Remember, he had his son in the ring dressed exactly mm-hmm. like him. Mm-hmm. That, that's fucking crazy though to go from that to this in a matter in, of in weeks. weeks. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe that was just, and it was just playing to the crowd at that point too, uh, because you know he was a local firefighter. Did he wrestle in Saudi Arabia? I don't. We don't know. I, I don't know. I didn't watch Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I know me neither. Maybe in the Battle Royal. Yeah, maybe. But I flew all the way out here, Saudi Arabia. Got eliminated second. I don't know when he got eliminated, but got eliminated second. Stuck on a plane. Did I, I put up this crappy gimmick you guys got of of no face? That's that's Sin Cara. That's no face. Great work, guys. I, I took it over from somebody that kept botching. I did this uh, Lucha Dragons thing with you guys. I go to the, uh, Saudi Arabia, get thrown out. I go to the UK, get squashed out. And oh, no, no, he didn't go. He went to Saudi Arabia, back to America. Yeah, who got stuck on a plane, and then I had to go to back to the UK. Yeah, which fucking Christ, man. Yeah, fucking and, Christ. And jobbed out to Andrade twice, once with help, once without help. What does it say about the world around? Carolina, Catalina, oh, I forget what was her name again. They called her Carol. I think they, they called her Oh, Carolina no, it's Carolina. She wasn't on the show last night, was she? I, I th- maybe I was Googling something while yeah, I think the you show were. was on, yeah. Googling pictures of Carolina. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. So we got some more information, though. Uh, several other WWE superstars or wrestlers um, have publicly asked for the release in the past. Of course, we all know Sean Spears, who now wrestles in AEW. The chairman. Was, was the only successful one, while Luke Harper and Mike Kanellis still remain with the company after pleading their cases on social media. They're not going anywhere. After working in Mexico and the Indies, uh, some Mexican Indies and AAA for years, the man known as Sin Cara now uh, eventually... or. Uh, he was known as Incognito, made his move to the U.S. stage with appearances in TNA and Chikara. He signed a WWE Developmental in t- 2009, changed his name to Unico, as we all remember, uh, making it to the main roster in 2000, uh, 2011 as a fill-in for Sin Cara original uh, after the 30-day wellness violation. Mm. Uh, then we had the Sin Cara versus Sin Cara angle, which was probably the only angle we had that I remember of Sin Cara. That and the Lucha Dragons in NXT, mm-hmm. which, you know, was cool. Tag champs. Yeah, NXT tag. And they were good in NXT, just mm-hmm. like everybody else. You know what I mean? But then they made the big mistake and put them up to the main roster. Oh, look at these guys. I'm going to make the little guy you, you know, unite. Remember Kalisto was uni- United States champion? Yeah. That's yeah. fucking... Weird. How does Sinkata not wear a, a strap <sighs> after a successful tag team run? Yeah, Sin Cara is kind of boring, dude. I'll be honest. The character is boring. It's just like... He comes out, oh, yeah, it's like this a- like Aztec God music mm-hmm. playing. And like he comes out in the ring and he's just very bland. He's just like, I'm Luchador. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and he jumps off the trampoline. He's a great wrestler, but the character was never pushed, was never made me want There is to- no character. You don't know who Sin Cara is. It's just a mess. It's like, um, was it Suicide in TNA? Yeah. Was with the t- full body suit? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He was a-, a Suicide, if you don't know who Suicide is, was a character on the TNA video game that started out and then eventually made it to TV being portrayed by TJP. Uh, one of many people. He well, was the most think, successful. Oh, was he the first? He, I don't think he was the first, but he was the most successful. Okay. I yeah. think Amazing Red might have rocked the uniform once or twice. Oh, those are two guys I saw this last week in New Japan Pro Wrestling. But I already talked about that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Got some more news. Uh, Bobby Lashley. Uh, you know that guy? He's in the news. You know? oh, you what's know he doing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, ahead of the WWE Live in Glasgow, uh, they had a, he had a chat with uh, international or somebody had a chat with him. Who had a fucking chat with him? Somebody had a chat with him. Let's see. Um, 
I'm not gonna waste too much time, and I don't care anymore. Herbie okay. Wankok. Sure. Uh, he says, um, asking about his uh, time in Bellator, uh, Bobby Lashley. Will he wrestle or fight again in Bellator? And uh, Lashley's, um, well, his response was this. He goes, oh, Swagger's out there doing it, a heavyweight in Bellator. You never know. I'd be up for fighting anybody. Mm-hmm. So I, I know plenty of people who have... Uh, opinions we'll, against we'll, we'll put a stop to that immediately. <laughs> yeah. Jake Hagar versus Bobby Lashley mm-hmm. in an actual God, that would be cool. Can That'd be kind of cool if they let that happen. And it was just like, just like a dick stroking match between like triple H or between Vince and Cody or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. whose guys really going to win, but you don't want to put those guys, you know, their bodies on line in an actual fight. Yeah. Especially, just for that. especially for company beef. Just a, who has the toughest guy. Yeah. Because, uh, uh, because you know, when you have, you know, it's one thing to have like like a blow off match or something. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to have a legit shoot fight and emotions get raised. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets fucking heated, and you know, it's like it kind of puts a a, a fucking what do I say? A stamp, you know, just officiate like offic- like it makes it official that this is happening. Yeah, 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 it's unlike a match where it's like, okay, we're kind of mad at each other, but whatever, we can get mm-hmm. around it. Mm-hmm. This is actually happening. Yeah, and there's more on the line than just a. Uh a Bellator championship. Yeah. Uh, but another, another shoot fight that just happened. Rut row. Uh, not in the WWE, but, um, in, in, in a restaurant in, in, in at Jimmy's world famous seafood restaurant. Uh, so, okay. So this might be old news and we didn't get to this last week and I apologize. No, I think that, it happened this weekend. No, this is reporting. So it happened at Thursday night at Tony Schiavone's birthday. Okay. So um, AEW, uh, a bunch of the people, a bunch of the guys were out for dinner. Tony Schiavone's birthday. Tony just got back from Thailand. He's relaxed. He's uh, <laughs> he's got a shirt on. He looks uh, strangely relieved. Um, <laughs> Thai massages, huh? Uh, they get no. He didn't come back from Thailand. That's just a joke. But he did. They were there, haven't celebrating his birthday. It seems like a bunch of the wrestlers, a bunch of the execs from AEW. I know J- Joey Janela, Jimmy Havoc, Jim Ross, mm-hmm. Tony Khan. Um, Excalibur. And, your boss is there, guys. Your boss is there. Um, and, you know, they were all having a good time. And uh, there's some additional details because there was a real-life fight that took place between Jimmy Havoc and Excalibur. According to a report from Bodyslam.net, a fight actually took place on Thursday nights uh, at Jimmy's Famous Seafood in Baltimore, Maryland. Or, sorry, Jimmy's Famous Seafood uh, at uh, Baltimore, Maryland. Not Jimmy Havoc's Famous Seafood Restaurant. He does not own the restaurant. <laughs> but, you, you know, there we go. A lot of the current WWE... Are, Sorry, AEW wrestlers. Easy, easy. And uh, I'm just like the fucking NHL that said, uh, Chris Jericho, WWE wrestler. Uh, Tony Schiavone's birthday. Havoc was drinking while others were at the party. He and Excalibur got into a verbal altercation. The verbal spat escalated into a physical fight. According to reports, Havoc threw a punch at Excalibur, but it didn't connect. Excalibur then uh, put Havoc in a chokehold. Uh, Atlas Security then got involved. Um, they were able to get Excalibur to release a chokehold after the two were separated. Havoc came back for more, throwing several more punches at Excalibur. <laughs> and they, uh, Atlas Security escorted Havoc out of the restaurant. After security tried to calm Havoc down outside the building, <laughs> uh, Excalibur came out to try to talk things out. Havoc wasn't having any of it and reportedly threw his phone at Excalibur. The phone missed and ended up hitting a wall, breaking. Atlas Security once again <laughs> had to job. get involved and sent Excalibur back inside. Since the fight, the two have reportedly talked things out and they are no longer a heat uh, between the two men. Also, Havoc said remorsefully, uh, they said he was very remorseful about the 
the situation. God, that better be. Uh, during AEW Full Skier, the media scrum, Tony Khan commented uh, in the instance saying, oh, well, I, I wouldn't call it a fight. I, I've seen a lot worse in the world of football, uh, both in England and the NFL. I've, ha- I've seen a lot worse, and uh, I see a lot worse tonight. Uh, they scrapped around, and they were, it was cool yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Tony Khan impersonation. Sorry. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, you know what? I, I felt like it was pretty damn good. Um, so... Yeah, uh, uh, real life shoot fights and you know, happening in AEW. And this is what I was saying earlier to you before the show. And this is the one thing that they really have to keep a control of is that now that they have a roster, they have to keep these guys in control. Oh yeah, and keep them in check. Mm-hmm. You know, because now they're representing a bigger brand. They're not just mm-hmm. oh Jimmy Havoc independent wrestler, or Joey mm-hmm. Janela independent wrestler. Um, it's Joey Janela, a guy from AEW. Mm-hmm. He wrestles in AEW. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, your your character is on the line. The, not only is the camp- company on the line. But your character is on the line because when you lose fights like this to an announcer, okay, Excalibur does have some in-ring experience. And he also has got the fucking size on uh, Jimmy Havoc. Yeah, yeah, totally. But you know when, well, so does uh, Dio on Brock. (laughs) Anyway, um, when you- Yeah, what is this announcer's having fucking size on everybody, man? It's the second week in a row in a Raw review. Yeah, yeah. So when when you are out in public and you, he lost the fight. When you lose a fight to somebody... But he's scrappy. Dude, you lose super cred as a character. You can't beat an announcer. How are you going to beat another fellow wrestler? Even Pac walks by and goes, What are you doing, Jimmy? Let's go back to the hotel. You're tarnishing AEW. Yeah, it's definitely one of those situations. uh, It's it's slightly funny, but you know, it's... It's to be expected. Yeah. You have a company where, you know, testosterone fueled, testosterone fueled guys and not, you know, not, we're, we're not saying they're juicing or anything, no, no, but no, just, just, you know, no. people who have just a lot of testosterone pumping through their bodies, they're working out a lot. So of course, you know, they're, they're, um, you know, people, people talk about like football players getting worked up, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then they, then they go drink after a game and that's a lot of times when they get fucking violent. I don't want to say just football players, but I'd say any athlete, yeah, yeah, yeah. anybody who gets really worked up and then drinks. Yeah, you you, you know, men are, are a strange beast. You get a pack of them together and they become idiots. Yeah. We become idiots. What are you yeah, going to do? Yeah. People, everybody, everybody sucks. <laughs> everybody. Everybody. Sucks. Yeah. Everybody sucks. Sometimes. I, I, I know I do today, but it's it's okay. It's, but yeah. I know I'm going to power through it because... Uh, I got one more news story to talk about. Let's do it. Uh, well, it's not really news. It's just it's it's a sto- it's a story actually, um, uh, told by Mick Foley. Hmm. Um, so he has the best stories. So this was uh, this past Sunday, Sunday, and unfortunately I didn't make the show, but it was also in San because I wasn't going to go back to San Jose two days in a row. Yeah. But it was at the San Jose Improv, and Mick Foley did a like one person show. Um, you know, like he sits on a chair, just does a lot of things, and to stand up, all yeah. that. Um, so Dave Meltzer was in attendance and, uh, this is a quote from Dave Meltzer on the wrestling observer radio this, uh, yesterday. He goes, uh, I just saw Mick Foley last night. He did, uh, did a show here. It was pretty fun. He told a story I never heard before. He was talking a lot, um, about the, remember this is your life segment with the rock. That was a, an amazing segment. Yes. Which that, failed horribly when they tried to replicate it with, uh, Alexa with Bliss. Alexa Bliss and Bailey. You're right. Uh, you liked the segment a lot. I think I enjoyed it when I was younger. Um, uh, he says, um, 
so he says, I didn't like this. Uh, Meltzer says, I didn't like the segment, but it did really good ratings. Um, but what I didn't know is that Vince McMahon absolutely hated the segment. He hated it so bad uh, because it went so long that he almost stormed to the ring on live TV to stop the segment. In fact, they had to talk him out of walking to the ring to stop the segment. Wow. This is a story being told by Mick Foley too. Right. Um, Dave like Meltzer. Uh, or, oh, yeah. Or the crowd, yeah. Uh, he goes, that's how he did the segment. Uh, that He hated the segment, and he was telling the story. And the next day, uh, it came out that it did an 8.4 quarter rating. <laughs> so The Rock found out, and him and Mick went into Vince's office trying to go find Vince. Um, they go into the office, and I guess Vince, these are, I'm reading this for what uh, Dave Meltzer says. Okay. I guess Vince saw them coming, and Vince was like, the night before, he was going to be really negative. He was really negative on them both about how the segment sucked right then and there. Um, so they came in to confront him, and he was hiding behind a couch <laughs> with his feet sticking out. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh, yes. So... So he was trying to make them think about uh, that it's not there and that they would, that the yeah, turning things there. were there and that mm-hmm. he would leave, but they saw his feet and they came and he goes, okay, you guys did a qu- good quarter rating. That's something. Okay. I guess it was good. <laughs> so it's just funny because, you know, <laughs> his feet were sticking out. That's the best part of the story. It, it, it just, it's funny because that, that is the era of, uh, you know, he, he's, he's got a, he's got a, he's, he's you're going to puke. You're, what are you going to do? I you're, think you're so. Gonna, you're going to, you're going to puke. So it's just funny um, that, you know, that era of Vince McMahon was hiding behind a couch. <laughs> That's such like little kid shit, oh too. God, Hashtag it's, little kid shit. Uh, oh, yeah. my God. I, I think I have tears in my eyes. All right. That was great. So, uh, we talked about something good and funny. Now let's move on to Monday Night Raw. Oh, oh I know. Let's just talk more Vince stories. Uh, I'm sure they get scary eventually. Oh, yeah. Manchester, England. Uh, Manchester, England technically was filmed last Friday, mm. but who are we to judge, right? Mm. Um, it started off with uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte versus the Kabuki Warriors. Uh, Natty not there because of uh, family obligations. Yep. She didn't want to. She's like, I don't want to go to fucking Europe after I was just. Well, she didn't go to Saudi Arabia, did she? Yeah, no, yeah, she did. She was. Yeah, she did. Yes, she did. Highlight of the show. Yes, she did. Yeah, she's like, I'm not fucking flying out of the country again. You're crazy. I'm Mm -hmm. no. Uh, Becky cuts a promo before the match. My cat misses me. There you go. Two paws. That's her family. You know, Uh, Becky says she's back in the place where she trained uh, when she was 15, and now she's the Raw Women's Champion, challenging for the tag titles, hinting at being Becky two belts again. Becky then goes on to say that her list of opponents is getting longer and tougher, and she's okay with that. She goes on to say, to those savages that are looking at at for my scalp. They've been training at home wrestling or getting even better. And to that, I say, bring them on. I wonder if uh, that line had anything to do with the Awesome Kong at uh, oh, AEW. Right, 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 right. Uh, quote, unquote, not scalping someone, but, but cutting she their hair took off. Their hair, yeah. And, you know, it, it did make sense. Somebody, you know, we did mention on the B show as it like a quote, unquote, scalping. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of similar to that. Yeah, it's, it's a lightweight scalping. Uh, Becky says uh, getting retribution is what makes her tip. Oh, is what makes her tick and what makes her getting better. The only thing she fears in the world is not being the oh, greatest. Wait. This was filmed on Friday, right? Yeah. So Awesome Kong is the one that was like, oh, scalping, oh, you're right, huh? you're right, you're right. So 
I'm going to do a real scalping. Watch this. So that had nothing to do with it then. No. It, it could have been the other way around. It could have been. It, and that, if that's the case, it wasn't on TV yet, though, so I don't know. You know what I mean? They could have had someone tell I think tell it them. would, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Asuka and Becky start the match. Uh, Charlotte completely no-selling for Kyrie Sane at some points, which Come I fucking... On. I hated that. Me too. I hated that so much. Uh, if you're, you need to build... She's a champion, too. She's the champion. And I know Charlotte... She was a former NXT champion. Charlotte is like the goddess, you know. She's... The you queen. Know, the, the queen. Sure, we get it, but come on. that She had like 70 chops that she no sold. Exactly. Um, Shayna Baszler appears ringside. Cool. Back and forth between Asuka and Charlotte. The end of the match had a hot tag to both Asuka and Becky Lynch. Becky cleans house, including taking out Kyrie Sane. Shayna Baszler gets on the apron and uh, for a distraction. And all of a sudden, Bailey who's um, a member of the SmackDown, Friday Night SmackDown roster, appears and pulls Baszler down. Hey, hey, hey. we're not supposed to have this type of uh, hold on, interaction. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm going to get there in a second. Oscar rolls Becky up and pins uh, Becky Lynch. So, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar quit SmackDown Live yep. because he can't get Ray because he can't go to the other show. And, okay. And Brock could do whatever he wants. That's why he jumped ship. Yeah, but... Um, now Bailey is just showing up. She could do whatever she wants to. She has Brock Lesnar clout. Uh, uh, Bailey is Brock Lesnar levels. I don't fucking know, man. It doesn't make sense to me, but okay, that's that's something they're doing though. And then we cut. Uh, so Oscar wins via roll up, and that was that. Yeah, you know this is really strange. They're really messing up the Raw Women's Division because the, you don't know who's face or heel. You're tagging up different people every week to fight Kabuki Warriors. Uh, yeah, Bailey no. He makes an appearance on Raw. It's just a clusterfuck over there. And uh, yeah, no, it's definitely one of those things too where WWE is. It seems like they're trying to build towards like a tag thing right now. Like if they had a, they had something coming up like the women's tag tournament. Yeah, and they were just you know okay that makes sense, mm-hmm. but they don't. Yeah. So what the fuck? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then we cut back to back. And it floats right. What? The tag champions, they, they float? Yeah, yeah, they float. Okay. They float. And, that, you know, that could definitely be, you know, you know, half on Raw, half on Smack, or, you know, third on Raw, third on Smack, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. NXT, however the fuck it works. Uh, then we cut backstage to Ricochet and Randy Orton mid-conversation, mm-hmm. which was, it was so, it was such, like, it seemed so fucking high school, like, making my first movie. It just cuts back to, oh, yeah, so that's what you're going to do? You're going to do that, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's what, what you're going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, what are you gonna, uh, huh? I know you're going to do that. Okay. I know who you are. What? What are you talking about, Ricochet? Yeah. Uh, so him and Randy Orton are talking for some reason. It cut, uh, Ricochet stops and focuses on the OC, bullying Umberto Carrillo, who are all literally... Right next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, OC and Umberto are two feet away from Ricochet and Randy Orton, like... He just hey, what are you guys doing? Why don't you why don't you you pick on someone your own size, AJ? And I I do love heel AJ because he's so you're messing up the feng shui in here. It's like all right, you're messing up the feng shui. All right, you know it, it's all difficult in here. You just what is going on? Yeah. And uh, AJ then uh, takes offense to Ricochet butting in and challenges Ricochet to find a third partner. Well, because he says, quote unquote, WWE management will not allow a three on two handicap match tonight. What? But we get a two-on-one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's when Randy Orton walks up. He says, well, AJ, it looks like they don't have to look very far. 
So uh, is this a face turn for Andy Orton? Uh, and we'll talk what? more about it later yeah, at the end uh, of the show. But yeah. Um, and you know what? I'm At this point in the show, I'm like, okay, I'm down with this uh, face turn. I, I want to see a face Randy Orton. We haven't seen face Randy Orton since what? Uh, he know, burned man. down. Um, yeah, when he committed arson. Yeah. That was when he was a face. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, good guy. Then we have uh, Drew McIntyre versus the free agent, Singara. Uh, that's the straw that broke the camel's back match. Uh, there was no match, really. Singara trying to mount comebacks, but no. No. Uh, Sankara does go for her and Rana Drew. This was like a kind of a cool a spot, but kind of like sloppy at the same time. Did you notice this? This is on the outside? The hurricane Rana to the yeah. outside. And yeah. then it was like, if it would have happened more smoothly, it would have been fucking awesome. But it was like kind of, I don't want to like, say botchy, but no, like, like it was stuttery. slow. Like they took, okay, step one, we do this. Step two, it's like the up. computer, three, it's like the internet froze up on me. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Um, hurricane Rana to the outside. Drew catches him, uh, hits a power bomb on Sankara, Claymore to Sankara pin. And when? Where's Carolina? Carolina. Carolina. I don't fucking know, man. She's yeah. back uh, at the Performance Center. Yeah. You no. know what I found strange? Uh, stranger Things? Yeah. Well, this is a strange thing. Rowan puts cams on his pets. <laughs> what, is it a Furby in there? It's like a, like a new school <laughs> Furby that has like a camera on it. Okay, so yeah, let's listen to our next segment. Rowan is backstage talking to a fisheye lens. Through a cage. <laughs> Through a cage. So he strapped uh, the camera on. His so head. my best uh, summation with this is that well, we'll, we'll get there. We'll yeah, yeah. Our uh, truth versus the Singh brothers. Waste no. of a match for the twenty four seven title. Oh, this was a complete waste of a match mm-hmm. because they told us, you know, every time that like that the twenty four seven title was during matches. There was there was not supposed to be. Any interference, Any interference mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? Like, it's not on the line 24-7 at that no, point. No, it's, it's a legit match for the title, yeah. So the match starts. Uh, toward the end of the match, Singh Brothers try to leave. I I do love the Singh Brothers, by the way. They fucking crack me up. They do, yeah. They, they're great. For now. I, I, I love it. The, you know, the whole, like... They're in the right place. In the yeah, right place, right time yeah. right now. Uh-huh. Uh, toward the end of the match, Singh Brothers try and leave, take their title. The three men running around the ring and eventually leave the ring area to a massive amount of booze by the fans. Not only that, but I read on Twitter that the fans weren't updated ab- about the backstage segment that happened afterwards. I, like yeah, I was, was going to say that. Just yeah, dead. They didn't, they were like what? Um, because when they go to the back, it seems like randomly there's like these random, yay, mm-hmm. yay. <laughs> Somebody just adding in sound effects to make yeah. it seem like yeah. So he probably filmed it later. Mm-hmm. Um, they, like I said, the Singh brothers run into, uh, they're in the back, they run into the women's locker room. Of course, they don't go in there with anything. Oh, get out of here, oh my God. <laughs> uh, Truth says, he, oh, I can't go in there because, you know, it's a women's locker room and he's yep. a respectful man. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Singh brothers get thrown out, run into our truth. Then he run into a dark room. That's where big red Rowan is waiting. Rowan beats them up, uh, but doesn't want to go for the title because apparently he's above that. Mm-hmm. Even though he was just chasing out the NXT guys last week with yeah. uh, Hawkins and Ryder. Maybe Hawkins and Ryder are in the cage. <laughs> Wearing a cam on their head? Sure. Okay. Yeah, maybe they got turned into action figures. Wearing and like, a GoPro? Yo, bro. You know, I don't know. That would be kind of fucking stupid. Never mind. <laughs> um, so yeah, our truth walks, walks in and says, y'all need privacy. Let uh, me get the lights. And the match never ends. But why, so does that what, mean nobody can ever challenge for the 24-7 title until this match eventually ends? No. No. But this was stupid. Why didn't Rowan go for the title? Where was yeah. the ref during all this? The ref's mm-hmm. usually there with that. Yeah, yeah. The ref, there should be a ref assigned to that title. Yeah. Like, he goes, and it's, like, annoying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like um, R-Truth has a title. He goes, get out of here, ref. He says, no, I can't. 
I'm attached, like I'm married to that title. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it'd be like this kind of like buddy, you can make a buddy comedy out of it too with R-Truth totally, and yeah. a ref. Yeah, yeah. And the ref always is like, like, he's like, ref, what are you doing? He's like, I'm yeah, sorry. Uh, be with me. Why are you eating And they're like really good, you know, they end up being friends or yeah, something. Yeah. I know, and I know in wrestling, you're not supposed to get the ref over. But man, that would be fucking great. <laughs> yeah, that's money right there. You know what I found strange too? What's that? Is that only three people knew that the lights were out when they walked into that room. And that was Rowan and the Singh brothers. Yeah. Why would Truth know to turn off the lights when he walked out? Why would he do that? Because he thought that Rowan was going to rape them. So, uh, <laughs> better not to see your your rape. I, I don't know. Like, and I know rape isn't a funny thing, but like, oh boy, it's 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 weird. It is. It, it, it is. was a weird story, and that's what you're going to get with Paul Heyman. You know, you're going to get a lot of wrestlers being pushed, up and coming wrestlers being pushed. Good storylines, and also stuff like this. Yeah. Um, Did you know? Oh, yeah. Well, this is a good one, actually. Yeah. WWE's veterans include Bobby Lashley, who was part of the Army, uh, Montez Ford, and Lacey Evans, who were both Marines. I did not know Montez Ford was a Marine. I was going to say, I knew about Lacey Evans and Bobby Lashley, but the fact that Montez Ford was a Marine, too, I'm like, well, yeah, good. cool. Good on you, dude. Good yeah. on you. Um, so good shout out. My, so good, did you my know cousin's funny? husband. So my roommate in college? What? No. Nothing my cousin's college. husband was a Marine. Okay. I remember that. Very. He was very Marine. Oh. Yeah. He used to call me Paul Bunyan when I was a kid because I was, I was the biggest kid. Ah, uh, okay. Hey, Paul Bunyan. Hey, you're like, not funny. Why are you calling me that? Yeah, he Leave also threw me into like 10 feet of water one time when I couldn't swim. Jesus so. Christ, I can't swim. Help. <sighs> Next up, Seth Rollins <laughs> cutting an in-ring promo. Uh, Am I the only one that's tired of this character? <laughs> I mean, it's... Uh, it's Seth Rollins, man. I, yeah, he sucks. He sucks as a face. He's really being now, I feel like, the new Roman Reigns. Where, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know how we used to see Roman Reigns, like, oh, this guy sucks. He's being pushed down our throats. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel with Seth Rollins. Yeah. And he does the same shit in every fucking match. Every yeah, match. Every He's as predictable in the ring as Hulk Hogan was. It, and, you know, th- this is taking a lot of... Cena heat that he had. Remember that when the, he was super Cena and everybody was like, "Oh, he only has three moves in his uh, yeah, yeah. arsenal." Well, here we go again. Uh, Rollins comes out and he gets booed even before talking. And Vic Joseph calls the crowd finicky. And what? Uh, what was that? Jr. What was that word? Finicky. Hi, I love it. I like it. It's great. Uh, Seth recounts the events of last week about trips uh, Triple H igniting the fire in Seth Rollins. He goes, NXT is where I started. Uh, but this, that, points to the Monday Night Raw logo. This is Monday Night Rollins. Crowd chance NXT, though. <laughs> uh, Rollins is more worried about tonight, though, because uh, he's the best wrestler in the world and wants to issue an open challenge to the best wrestler in the UK. Open challenge. And out comes the UK's best wrestler. Baby Huey. Walter. And Imperium. Oh, um, that's right. Oh, Big Baby Walter? Big Baby Huey. Yeah, he does look like a giant baby. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, so a lot of people were, Walter's not from, you know, he's from Austria or Germany. I can't remember if it was Austria or Germany. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, but that's not the UK. He is the UK champion, so let's not get ahead of our fucking selves. Yeah, and you know what? Not only that, yeah, the casual fan is not aware who this guy is or who Imperium is. They're like, what's going on? They're, they're catering. And nobody's going to sit here and be like, oh, this guy's... They're just gonna. Oh, he's the UK champion. Yeah, and they cater to the UK crowd just like they do in Saudi Arabia when that kid, the Saudi kid, won. Manny Faberino. Uh, what does he go by know. now? God uh, damn, what's his name now? He, he's he's local. He's a local guy too. Uh, I'm blanking on his name. Yeah, well, he went over in Saudi Arabia. Now this guy's trying to go over there. Mansoor. Mansoor. Yes. Yes. 
Um, yeah, many favorite. Stop catering to the. I remember there was a time. Out of the store, you. If you were from San Jose, you take the loss and you lose a title. <laughs> yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah. When I was fucking there. Fuck you guys. I didn't <laughs> get Bailey shirt either. I hate you. <laughs> Gridge. Um, let's see. Uh, Walter comes out and Walter uh, says, uh, one of the best. Uh, we're here. We are. Uh, 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 well, he says, one of the best. Well, here we are. And that's when the fakest sound effect for a crowd erupting played. Because as a um, as somebody who works in sound, I notice the fuck. I'm like, this does not sound like this is a crowd from the size of an audience. Yeah. I, what I wrote, it says, as Walter says, one of the best, well, we're here. And Shea Stadium erupts. Because it sounds <laughs> yeah. like a giant, like a stadium yeah. erupting, yeah. but very muted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Stadium, it was a, stadium not arena. So yeah. So football stadium, not basketball arena. He, uh, yeah. WWE, take this cue. Pick the right fucking sound effects. Yeah. I don't care if you add sound effects. Sometimes I enjoy it because it makes me, if it's good, it's going to make me more invested. You know, just like, oh, yeah. these guys are into it. I don't like being tricked, but you know, still. Yeah, or maybe the sound guy just put too much reverb in. Just dial back it, it on sounded, the reverb. It guys. sounded so fucking fake. Yeah. Uh, Walter says uh, he is uh, who he is, and uh, that he is uh, Seth isn't. Wait, so what? Walter <laughs> says who he is, and Hooray. says just because Seth isn't in the U.S. doesn't mean he's safe from an NXT takeover. Which is true because there's NXT UK, which I don't get like how they're having these guys come out with titles and yet they're not going to be wrestling on the Survivor Series show. Yeah. Like I know it's like NXT, NXT UK, but like, wouldn't it be a four way? It makes sense. Like if you're going to show these guys with NXT UK titles, like later you're going to show Walter with the NXT UK title. Mm-hmm. Why isn't he in a match at Survivor Series? Yeah, yeah. Why isn't he challenging? Why isn't there an NXT UK team? Yeah. You know, I honestly think Survivor Series this year should have been a tournament of teams hmm. like uh, NXT UK versus raw NXT versus SmackDown. The two winners face off in the end. Then you'd have like NXT versus raw or yeah. you know, SmackDown and, and versus week NXT per UK. week. You can have a inter intramural league. So the best out of NXT fight it out to see who's going to yeah. represent their brand on the tournament. Yeah. But like I said, they're doing 20 different fucking storylines at once. They yeah. don't want to just hammer home one yeah. hammer one home now hammer one down. Uh, so Walter, uh, catches Rollins off a of springboard, gives him a German suplex, which is really cool. That's when Imperium attacks Rollins, DQ finish. I'm watching this and I'm like, if Walter loses 20 pounds and swaps it out for muscle, Vince is going to cream his pants. Uh, that's the thing. Walter, he's just, yeah, yeah. He's a big baby. Mm-hmm. He's, but who's going to tell Walter that? Not what me. do you say? Well, I guess I just did. You just hear Walter knocking on the door. Uh, well, uh, Seth did get chopped up a couple times, though, by Walter. Uh, but out comes uh, Street Profits, uh, but is overpowered by Imperium. Out comes Kevin Owens, because, hey, remember, he's on Raw. Yeah. That's when, of course, we're going to have an eight-man tag match. Imperium versus Kevin Owens, Street Profits, and Seth Rollins. Talk about crowbarring somebody in. Oh, Kevin Owens? Yeah. Well, okay, if you think about it. I think the three of them were like kind of crowbarred in yeah. because the Street Profits kind of had an interaction with Kevin Owens like a week ago or so mm-hmm, with the mm-hmm. with the OC, I believe. That's right. That's right. So that makes sense. I just, it reminds me, 
It reminds me of when Kevin Owens was with the New Day. He was just like randomly paired up with them, yeah. and also like I was really about to be like, no, you should give Kevin Owens like a Street Profit shirt and say. I was like, no, don't fucking do that because that's what he did with the New Day. And exactly, it just, yeah, and it, it failed after two weeks. Yeah, uh, Montez uh, fucking gets some huge air on a dive to the outside. I believe him and Seth do uh, stere- or not stereo dive, but a dive to each side at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, KO stunner to Marcel Bartel, a stomp to Alexander Wolf, uh, and Rollins gets the pin and the win on Alexander Wolf. So, I like Imperium. I mean, they're great. Um, I'm starting to like them even more with their, you know, it's like they're just kind of badass now. Yeah. Like at first, I was like, who are these Nazis? Like, and <laughs> you know, I, I'm not trying to be like um, make light of you know, fuck it. I don't care. It's World War II. We're all hurt by now. Yeah. Um, Some people aren't, but we are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or America. Um, <laughs> they came off like these like dictatorship, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, fascist, fascist soldiers. Yeah. You know, and that's what I mean by Nazis. I know, whatever. Um, but now I'm really starting to like, I'm like, these guys are badass. They're like, no, they're not really heels because they're like, no, we just respect the sport so much mm-hmm. that we're going to fight anybody that disrespects wrestling. Yeah. And that's fucking really cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Yeah. After this, we have Andrade versus Cedric Alexander. Oh, man. Cedric is Cedric Cedric going down the ladder each and every week. This dude is going to be huge fucking money when he goes to All Elite Wrestling one day. And I know people say that about a lot of people. Like, oh, this guy should leave. He should go all Elite. He should go. He should go real. He should go New Japan. Cedric Alexander is money wherever he goes. Can you imagine him and Osprey going at it? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And it, the fact that he can learn and train with Osprey mm-hmm. in New Japan Pro Wrestling, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, you know what? I have a theory. What's that? This is an intentional kayfabe burial. You think they're going to make him turn heel or they're something? They're doing this on purpose. I don't know if they're going to I don't know what the end game is, but I know that this is a diss to Smart Marks because the word got out that he was being pushed. And as soon as word got out, he hit a decline. He hit the AJ wall. <sighs> but so they're, they're going to build this guy up as like the uh, Rey Mysterio of today. The underdog who can't get the win. And his big match is going to come, I don't know, maybe with AJ someday. Or maybe Shinsuke or whoever has the Intercontinental title. If they swap, swap brands, of course. Um, but yeah, this is an intentional fake bur- uh, burial. Burial? Burial. Burial. Yeah, that's the right word. Yeah, I don't believe any of it. Um, uh, sorry, I'm just reading something. Uh, no, yeah, it's 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 dumb. Get in the I don't game, like buddy. It. Come on. Sorry, there was something on our private uh, our private message board. Oh, it was super saucy. <laughs> no, it was just some random wrestling talk. Great. Uh, with hosts who aren't here right now. Um. So, but did you see? Um. Speaking, you just mentioned the mid card titles. Did you yes. see that fucking match announced. Mm-hmm. Roderick Strong versus Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles. What? This is going to open a show. Guaranteed curtain jerk. That can be the fucking, that can end up being the best wrestling match. Okay. Could? No. It okay. Will, on it paper, will be on paper, it'll be the best, re- it's going to be the best wrestling match in WWE this year. However, we thought the same thing with Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ. You are kind of adding Roderick Strong to it and... He is probably the best, one of the best top five wrestlers in WWE right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll see how it goes. I wish he was two inches taller, but okay. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I, I well, yeah. He's, he, I like those little guys, man. They 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 can really like him, Daniel Bryan. Eh, nonetheless, Alistair Black, he's back, and uh, apparently he knows a secret about somebody. 
I, I don't know. So, okay, so this segment, he's sitting there weeks and weeks, months, I think it's been, since he's been on the main roster. The creative is standing in the back with... They don't know what that, to do. They're that emoji, you know, with the guy with the hands up. Huh? Um, they are sitting there not knowing what to do with him. So he's, the past couple months, he's been saying, you know, come pick a fight with me, just challenging anybody. And Cesaro came and picked a fight with him. Mm-hmm. Apparently that never happened. So we don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. um, he's still waiting for somebody to pick a fight. And now he's waiting for a particular person to start a fight with him mm-hmm. because he says he knows a secret about somebody. And before he goes after them, he wants them to show up at his door. Andrade, your manager's my wife. <laughs> That's yeah. He's like, Andrade, I saw those text messages you sent her. And then he's like, dude, I'm with Charlotte. Those were, I was just, I was being stupid. You know, it wasn't like hitting on her. It yeah. was just it like, you know, it's like you're close friends with somebody and you say something stupid. And they're yeah. Alistair, no speaky English. Zelina talk for me. Wow. <laughs> I thought Andrade would know a little bit more English than that. <laughs> well, I don't know. Sometimes he comes off like, uh, you think he's told come off like you don't know any English at all? No. Because how does how does no, him and uh, no. Charlotte communicate? <laughs> I think of a couple ways. Well, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. sure, yeah. Uh, sometimes uh, love is just all. Uh, so you can say does, it with the body. How does he ask for a sandwich? Uh, Charlotte, mira, quiero oh, sandwich. She, she she's been. She's, I'm sure she's taking some. Oh, she's, she's knows some well traveled. Yeah, yeah, she knows some Spanish. She's like, uh, no quiero uh, torta. Oh, you know, speaking of which. During the Kabuki Warriors, uh, Charlotte, Becky match, yeah. there was a point where Oscar was speaking Japanese, how she does in the ring, and Becky turned the switch, and she was stomping on Oscar, yelling, calmate, calmate, calmate. Okay. So maybe they communicate in Spanish. That's the the middle. The one thing I will say with this is because, yeah, I, I know some wrestlers from Japan who aren't well-versed in English. But they know the hell out of Spanish. Uh, and I think one of them is like Tetsuya Naito, mm-hmm. who like I'd say something to him in English and he was kind of like, huh? but I would say like, gracias. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, gracias. Uh, Ultimo Dragon is another. Exactly. More because they re- they spent more time in Mexico than they probably. You yeah. Know. I'm sure Liger is another. Liger knows. He's 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 good all around. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye, my friend. <laughs> uh, just referring a segment I had to edit out. Um, okay, before we get to this segment. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, yes. we get a good little package for uh, the veterans, you know. Um, the messaging is a little off. I think they could have went a different route, but, you know, that's my politics. It doesn't belong here. Um, so, okay, big, big ups I, to the veterans. Yeah, I will say this. Um, it, it's way better than 1991. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Dude, Jesus. I don't know when we're going to get to this fucking review, but we're, we're, we'll get to it eventually. But I just want to say... The blind patriotism in that 1991 main event <laughs> WWF thing was like fucking so rampant. Uh-huh. It's just like it starts out. Dun, 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 yeah, yeah, dun, dun. Yeah. Oh, there's Vince McMahon here. We're here for the main event. And, uh, you know, Hogan's like waving a flag around. He's got mm-hmm. Hacksaw in his hand. Because, you know, Hacksaw, he's a staple. He's he's American as apple pie. So He's the originator of the USA chant uh, that came into popular culture, I think. Oh, so he's the one that really started the blind patriotism. Yeah. It's not his fault. Anyways. Um, we've avoided it long enough. Okay, no. I got one more distraction. Okay. <laughs> Temptation Island is excellent this season. Speaking of Temptation Island, damn it. <laughs> Lana. Good segue. Lana comes out to the ring, and um, you know what? She's trying really, really hard, and she's doing a really good job. Sh- I think, as a what? talker, I think she's doing a great job. This is what okay. she's been given. Okay. Okay. 
I appreciate that. It's what she's been given. It's not. Yes. She doesn't write stories. She. She might pitch. Seemed like she was panicking last she night. Had, the, she was the getting, showers of booze that was there. Oh. I gave her props for sticking it out. And okay. So she comes out to the ring and she's talking about uh, uh, seven weeks ago. I had sex with Bobby Lashley. <laughs> And we had lots of sex, and sex we had, and sex we're gonna have more of. And we have a sex anniversary. And, and sex anniversaries coming up because that was seven weeks ago. Seven sex, 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 seven. Lana's sex a sex addict. Yeah, maybe Lana's a sex addict. I don't know. Um, I felt like Lana was going in between three different accents in this mat in this uh, promo too. Uh-huh. She's going from like. Um, the Russian thing to American well, to every- like to Florida, su- Southern Florida. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. She's like, she's like, Rusev doesn't know what y'all are talking about. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh, Lana. And she's, like I said, panicking. Yeah. yeah. What were you going to say? Yeah, um, that it, She goes in and out of the Russian accent every time she says Rusev's name. Uh, yeah, I know. But like, it's just, it makes, the fact that she went into a little bit of Southern too. I heard Southern in there. Yeah, I, I didn't catch that, but I did, I did catch the, you know, the, the struggles in her voice. Uh, Lana says uh, she was always faithful to Rusev. Uh, then uh, then she was faithful to Bobby Lashley because she believes in monogamy. <laughs> that was a fucking great line, oh, though. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I love yeah. that line. I was faithful to Rusev, but then I was faithful to Bobby because I believe in monogamy. But don't you know that? Forget it. No, uh, but last week, I believe she uh, she fell down when I think Lashley was pushed into her and finds, found out she was nine weeks pregnant. Oh, my God. But wait, the math doesn't figure out right. Wait, seven weeks. Oh, okay. Come on. Don't be the king here. <laughs> the king's like, wait, seven minus. <gasps> Does that mean? And that's when Rusev comes out. Uh, Lana says, oh, she says, Rusev put a little Bulgarian brat in me. That was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it did get like kind of borderline cringy, though, at the end when she started kind of saying Bulgar- like Bulgaria you're gonna you know another Bulgarian brat and you just mm-hmm. I know, it was weird it was yeah, weird yeah, yeah. Um, um, out comes Rusev no, no, yeah yeah out comes Rusev uh-huh. uh, the crowd starts chanting daddy's home which is great <laughs> that was awesome uh, I hopefully we get a daddy's home Rusev t-shirt but probably not yeah no um, I said this is some of the worst acting I've ever seen in WWE uh, out comes Lashley to beat down a Rusev okay. Lashley and okay what's up <laughs> at one point uh, Lana jumps the gun and she's like, are you calling me a liar? And Rusev was like, don't, don't go there yet. We're not there yet. Because <laughs> he, he was in the middle of explaining, okay, well, a couple weeks ago it was this. A couple weeks ago it was that. Last week it's this. And now you're pregnant. So are you calling me a liar? Wait, wait, wait. Don't go there yet. I'm not done. Yeah, he did. Don't go there yet. Um, that's when Lashley and Lana leave the ring area. And that's when the camera zooms in on them and says, Lana says, he's so dumb, he believed I was pregnant. Uh, so Lana's not pregnant. She oh, is no. a liar. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Next up, we have Rowan and his pet rat, or whatever the fuck it is, versus the f- Sonier Darson. I have Sonier. It's, it's spelled Sonier. Okay. It's Sonier, but... Okay. Um, Rowan comes to the ring of the cage in a burlap sack. It was a squash match. Iron claw choke slam to Sonier. Yeah. Um, he puts the thing, the, the, whatever the fucking thing is. Snappy turtle. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's gotta be a rat, right? Snappy turtle. It's, 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 I, somebody saw him and was like homeless rat guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the homeless guy yeah. in the street that has the rat on his shoulder. Oh my God. There is going to be a mechanical rat when they expose, when they show it. Oh God. Yeah. And it just. Moves like it's head side to side. Yeah, um, big ass fangs from a horror movie. I would. I, you know, okay, you know what fucking creeps me out about rats 
is the fact that everything no yeah there was a scene from a movie i think it was too fast too furious where the guy he wanted information from an fbi agent and he puts the rat on the guy's stomach Mm -hmm. but then also puts a metal bucket over the rat and starts heating the top of the bucket oh my god so the the rat buries the yeah <laughs> I kind of hope they do something like that. <laughs> oh my god! Like he just he, he just like they get some sort of rat that's do- well no that's just being torturous then to an animal a fake rat then a fake rat where he puts yeah. on and then he puts a bucket on him and the guy's like oh my god it's eating my stomach oh no <laughs> that's not gonna happen but <sighs> that's just what it, I it really feels like 1990 all over again. Um, then we have uh, the Viking Raiders versus Flash Morgan Webster and uh, Mark Andrews from NXT UK, the former NXT Tag Team Champions. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say? I guarantee you nobody cares about the Viking Warriors. I promise. The Viking Raiders? Viking Warriors. <laughs> Demolition. Uh, um, feels like a squash match, even though Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster are supposed to be former ta- NXT UK Tag Champions. Uh, Viking experience in Mark Andrews and the pin and the win for the Raiders. So, uh, it, like I said, it really feels like... NXT UK doesn't matter at this point. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like it's like okay, go beat these guys up because we don't fucking care, dude. It comes Survivor Series. NXT is gonna lose every single match. Why? Because Vince doesn't like the little guys. You know, the one thing that I thought too is the fact that like you have okay, so it's champions. There's you know, it's, um, you know the three way mid card title, the three way yeah. tag title, mm-hmm. and yet there's gonna be a five on five on five. Uh, Survivor Series match for the men's and women's. Mm-hmm. So two 15-person matches. Yeah. And um, Adam Cole, I think, is going to be the captain of, NXT, of the NXT team. Mm-hmm. But his Undisputed Era are all in other matches. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, so of course, like, you know what I mean? They're not gonna, that's them trying not to beat the Undisputed Era uh, as full. Did they announce the roster? No. Okay. No, I think, oh, they, they announced Team Raw. I'll pull it up in a minute. Um because it kind of we'll leads get team NXT tomorrow and then team SmackDown later. Yeah. Uh, then we cut to Ricochet and Randy Orton backstage. Uh, Ricochet says he doesn't trust Randy Orton. Randy says the last thing you need to do. Rick, this is the last thing you need to do. Ricochet is know that I'm in your head. So excuse me. Yeah. Um, I just don't know. Sorry. I burped. That's why I said that. Um, I just don't know where this is leading. Like it's to me when I first thought of it, I thought, Randy Orton's doing this like mentor thing. Like you could be better Ricochet. Mm-hmm. You could own this place. You could have everything you want. Mm-hmm. And then eventually lead to like, you know, Randy Orton, like, like it's kind of like this evil, like master thing. I'm going to have to show you or no, like teach not, you a lesson. not teach you a lesson, but like he's trying to mold him into a new him. I'm going to have to toughen you but up. But then Ricochet eventually is like, yo, I don't want this. You don't live the same. You know, you're not the same be person. A bad guy. I'm a superhero. I'm a superhero. Yay. Look at my tats. Um, yeah, I don't like your hood. Uh, yeah, fucking Spider Man, Batman, get it? The Flash. <laughs> Do you see the new trailer for that Sonic, mo- the new Sonic movie? No, they fixed the. They took his teeth off. They fixed the whole 3D structure. Okay, he good. looks like actual Sonic. Now. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. No, it actually now it actually looks. I'm like, I kind of want to see it. Okay, <laughs> even though it's a February yeah, movie. Before I was like, oh, he smiled. Yeah. He has teeth. What's going on? Then we have our main event: um, uh, Umberto Carrillo, Ricochet, and Randall Keith Orton. Versus the original, the only, the best, the club. Hmm. Uh, the OC, I mean, uh, not the club. Uh, AJ and, uh, oh, no, that's not true. Um, who is it? Uh, Gallows and Randy, I think, start the match. Uh, Ricochet and Randy kind of staring each other down during this. The story of this match is 
is Randy and Ricochet, can they get along? You know, because mm. of course they're probably paired on, I think they're paired on the same Survivor Series team already. I'm sure they are. Um, but AJ and uh, Ricochet down. Uh, Randy gets into the ring, stares both men down, and everyone's like, oh, who's who's Randy going to hit? And at this point, it's kind of obvious that he's not going to hit um, Ricochet with the RKO. Yeah, totally. Um, because, you know, if, if they want it to be, you know, kind of like a surprise, they would have just came out of nowhere and oh my god he hit him with the RKO yeah this wasn't out of nowhere it was um, what, what, what do you call it uh, uh. it was a build up they, yeah. they built it up yeah, yeah. and um, so eventually but he does it is kind of cool because Randy Orton does pick up Ricochet like he is going to give him an RKO grabs his head and then turns around and gives AJ Styles an RKO tagged to Humberto Carrillo backwards moonsault to AJ Styles Humberto gets the pin on AJ after the match uh, Randy psychs out Ricochet again uh, kind of does a little lunge towards him and says uh, and the king had to reiterate what he said he goes I'll do what I want to who I want when I want oh I know yeah, I think what Ricochet replied with, "Oh, yeah, I, I, I know." Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, it's cool. Like, whatever. It, it, it just, it is what it is. And uh, yeah, I know, I know, I know who you are. I know what you do. I know you're the Viper. Yeah. I know the RKO out of nowhere. I yeah. get it. I get Randy. Okay. So we are getting uh, a tag team Survivor Series match, right? Uh, oh, uh, five on five on five. Two on two on two, on two. No, two on two on two. Well, yeah, yeah, we're we're definitely we're gonna get the triple threat uh, tag match mm -hmm. for sure. But I'm talking about the men's uh, team has already been announced for Monday Night Raw for the yeah, five on five on five. I was burning a little time for you. To so, thanks, uh, Randy Orton, uh, Ricochet, Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre, and Seth Rollins. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's uh, that that's that's the cart. That's the the team announced for Monday Night Raw. He says, oh, NXT is going to have Adam Cole, uh, Check. Sk Skinny Goldberg. Uh, you mean uh, Matt Riddle? Matt Riddle. Riddle. Mm -hmm. You don't like Matt Riddle, do you? I don't. What 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 is it that turns you off from Matt Riddle? Matt Riddle, to me, to me personally, Bruh. lacks charisma. And the character is, is, you know, you're a bro stoner. How, it doesn't mesh well with the tough guy attitude. We've seen this done by who? Who was like that? I think Brian Pillman was like that when he sucked. Well, Brian Pillman was like uh, I feel like on crack at some points. Well, this like his character when, was. when he when he yeah, but when that's when he actually got good. Uh, Shane Douglas when he used to ride around on a skateboard. <laughs> uh, who else? There's been a bunch of uh, uh, bros yeah. that it, this this just doesn't work. It doesn't cut the mustard. So you know my theory on why um, on Riddle, why he has a, a horse's uh, face logo. Why? It's because I think he's hung like a horse. Ay dios. I, I, <laughs> he came down the ring the other night, and I know this is me paying too close attention. His tights were were they were like he had a little bit of a wedgie going on. Yeah, yeah. And damn that outline! I was like, holy shit! Oh my god! I was like, I'm feeling inferior <laughs> just watching this. Yeah, yeah. I gotta turn this off. I just I feel like I'm. Gonna get angry. He said, "Dude, put on some shoes and put on some pants, bro." <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that about that about does it here for okay, us. Okay. No, so, Matt Riddle. Who else? Oh yeah, Matt Riddle. That's two. Uh, Champa, Keith Lee. Champa, Keith Lee. Yeah. Dijakovic. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't see anyone else uh, unless Velveteen Dream comes back. Oh, I heard he's on the show for a, a bit. Then yeah. Then um, too bad. I really like the Velveteen. Yeah. Dream. He he really could have shined during. Oh, this. the whole segment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh God. Him versus Daniel Bryan would have been fun. Oh my God. That would have been, been fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, him versus AJ Styles would have been good. Him versus 
Anyone. Anyone. Fucking uh, Rowan. Sonier Darson. <laughs> We've been great. All right. We're going to get out of here. We're just, yeah. we're just wasting time. Yeah. Trying to get that monetization money. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not we don't get really, paid for this yet. Yeah. But if you want to fucking uh, sponsor our podcast, hey, if you're a company and want to send us a check and we'll slap your name on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll broadcast. Uh, hey, you know channels. what? Uh, I'm fully I'm fully down to say Kraft presents. <laughs> Crest presents the Wrestling Radio Hour. <laughs> Sirius XM. Uh, live yeah. in studio. All right, guys. Uh, for all of us here at City Wrestling Radio, I am the world famous Corey Smith. City Wrestling J. Uh, follow us at CWR415, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You are at City Wrestling J. I'm at, what is my name? Corey David Smith on the Insta, I think, or on the Twitter? Yeah. At Corey David Smith. I know. Uh, K O R E Y D A V I D S M I T H. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and we'll see you. I'll see you later this week with Michael Vergara on the Bay Show. Have a wonderful night, and have a great Wednesday. Bye. Bye.